Hello, hello, it's Brooke DeVard. You're listening to the Naked Beauty Podcast. I love talking to women at the very start of their career before they're jaded and unimpressed with everything. Akili was such a joy to talk to. She just got out of college and she's already working at Vogue as an editorial beauty assistant. She's also a DJ and a model and as yoga, all of the things. And because Akili is at the start of her career and she's at Vogue, where she's one of few minority women, a lot of our conversation got into the obligation that many women of color feel when you're one of a few and you have to kind of hold the torch for your people and advocate for representation, because if you don't, maybe you're not sure if other people will. But our discussion left me really energized because it's not just about an obligation. It's really an opportunity, right? So reshifting our thinking from this is an obligation to this is a real opportunity for me. And that perspective is so beautiful and so wonderful to hear coming from her in our conversation. I think you guys are really going to enjoy this episode. And as you're listening, please continue to screenshot and tag me at Naked Beauty Planet. It's so awesome when you do that. I think that's how a lot of people are discovering this show. The community has grown so much in the last few weeks. And I can really honestly say that is because of the support that you all give me. So thank you. Know that I'm seeing everything and I appreciate it so deeply. I am nearing 100 episodes of Naked Beauty. Yes. 100 episodes. And I can honestly say that the thing that keeps me going and the thing that motivates me is the community. It's your support. It's knowing that the show is touching people, that it's part of your self-care routines, that it brings you joy when you listen on Mondays. This is what motivates me to continue to put in the work and put in the time because it matters and it matters to people listening. And this week has actually been a really crazy week for me. I interviewed Angela Yee a few days ago. If you don't know Angela Yee, she is part of The Breakfast Club on Power 105, arguably one of the largest radio shows in the world. She also has a podcast called Lip Service. And I listened to her when I was like 12 years old. She was on Shade 45. I should not have been listening to all of her content then. I was way too young. But I have just grown up always hearing Angela Yee's voice. So it was crazy to have her on the podcast. I'm excited to share that episode with you guys. And then... I saw Naked Beauty on Nylon's list of 2019 podcasts. Yes, it was seven podcasts you should be listening to in 2019. The story on Nylon was written by Tembi Denton Hurst. Thank you so much for including me in this roundup. Seven beauty podcasts you should be listening to. The story starts with a little blurb about how everyone with ears is on the hunt for a good podcast. And podcasts are free of all of that YouTube beauty drama, which I couldn't agree more. So she did a roundup of the best of 2019. I read the intro paragraph, then I scroll the very first podcast I see. I see the top of my orange towel wrapped around my head. You guys know my logo. And I see the words naked beauty. And I was like, oh my God, I can't even believe like I'm the first podcast on this list. It's absolutely insane. And then here's the best part. What she writes underneath naked beauty. When I asked my Instagram followers which beauty podcast they couldn't get enough of, almost everyone recommended Naked Beauty. For its soothing cadence and in-depth conversations, Naked Beauty's host, Brooke DeVard, interviews some of the most influential players in the beauty game about their journeys in the industry. So this is not only exciting because I'm being recognized by a publication like Nylon, but it's also exciting because the editor heard from you all, my community, like that's, that's honestly what matters. Like press is great, but knowing that I have support from 
But knowing that I have the real support of listeners just means everything to me. The other podcasts on this list are incredible and very well-resourced. I'm on here with Breaking Beauty, Fat Mascara, Gloss Angeles, Unbothered Presents, Go Off Sis, which is a Refinery29 podcast. Like These are podcasts by major media companies. I am just doing this solo on the side. So none of this would be possible without you all. Okay. Achilles, great. You guys are going to love it. Oh, one other topic we get into, pattern beauty, which I know is a very controversial topic in the natural hair community right now. If you guys aren't familiar with pattern, it is Tracy Ellis Ross's natural hair care line. She's been developing it for 10 years. It launched, I think it launched at Ulta Beauty. People were so excited. A lot of people loved it and said it was amazing, but it was very mixed reviews. That comes up in the interview, and I won't spoil what Achilles' point of view was, but I'm currently recording this intro at home, and it's wash day, and it would be remiss of me to not mention that I have found a new deep conditioning treatment that I really love. And it's this brand that apparently many of you all know because I posted an image of it on at Naked Beauty Planet, the Instagram page, and everyone was like, oh, I love Sultanicals. I was not aware of Sultanicals. Soul, like S-O-U-L, Sultanicals. Never heard of it. Julie Wilson put me on to this brand. She brought it over when we did our interview. Julie, who, by the way, so many of you have reached out to me to tell me how much you loved her episode. If you guys haven't heard it, go back a few episodes. It's called Unapologetically Me. It's great. It's inspirational. And for the Julie Wilson fans, we have a Leftovers episode coming out really soon where she talks about motherhood and balancing that with her career. So I'm excited to share that with you all. But anyway, okay, this deep conditioner. It is a deep conditioner with vitamin repair damage. And it's basically like a super green smoothie for your hair. It has spirulina, wheatgrass, barley grass, oat grass, cholera, and alfalfa. In addition to horsetail, rosemary, and sage, and biotin is added for extra hair strength. I would not say this is the loveliest smelling deep conditioner I've ever used. It certainly doesn't smell like roses, but it is effective. It works. It's $16 for eight ounces. And the reason I'm kind of surprised that I never heard about this one, all of these natural ingredients, like this is so up my alley, and it's a black owned hair company. And I kind of thought that I knew most of the black hair care brands, right? Like your Jane Carter's, Camille Rose Naturals, Curls, I kind of thought I knew, but it just goes to show there are amazing brands popping up all the time. This is not an ad. I'm just super enthusiastic about this product. And I figured that I would share considering it is in my hair as we speak. I think deep conditioning is highly, highly underrated. I hate how much time it takes. You guys know I'm not the most patient, sit down and be still person out there. I deep condition because the results are just that good. Like your hair is that much softer, that much more manageable. I see a huge difference when I skip on my deep conditioner and is once a week really, it's not too much to ask to just sit with some product in your hair for an hour or two, right? That's not too much to ask. Sometimes I act like it is though. Okay, without further ado, let's get into the episode with Akili. Many of you have been asking me where I've been buying some of my favorite hair care products. I have an Amazon shop. I will link to that in the show notes. Check that out. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast, rate and review. I really appreciate everyone who takes the time to leave a review. It helps other people find the show. And without further ado, let's get into the interview with Akili. Yeah. 
you'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts, not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. I'm sitting here with Akili King. It's so nice to meet you in the flesh, in person. I feel like we've been DMing for forever. Forever, yeah. And and it's a Friday and we've got a rosé here. So cheers to the end of the week. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, of course. I'm so excited. I'm a huge fan, so. Okay, thank you so much for saying that. (laughs) It's always, how did you find the podcast? I'm always so interested. Like, how did people even discover this show? I don't even know. I think I was just falling down like a Instagram rabbit Rabbit hole. hole. And I noticed, like... I think Marjan was following you. Oh, yeah. her ep- uh, She was great. Yeah. She's, I mean, not surprised. She's amazing. <laughs> and just a bunch of mutual friends I had were following you. And I'm always like, obviously want to support women of color in the industry. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I, I feel like there wasn't like a beauty podcast of its kind of this kind. Yes. So I was excited to dive in. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. There are, there are beauty podcasts, but they're so product focused and they're so like, we're talking to this founder about their new, whatever, you know, it's like, it just feels like such a sales push. And I'm like, can we just talk about beauty Beauty. not connected to a commercial incentive? Right. And like, what was your journey? Exactly. Exactly. What inspires me in general. So yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I feel like knowing your background at mm-hmm. NYU and you you did Gallatin, which means you get to design your own major, right? Exactly. Yeah. And you did like French and African-American studies. and um, I minored in French. Okay. Yes. I focus on creative writing okay. and journalism, but I took a bunch of like Africana studies courses. Amazing. Because I felt like, I mean, knowing your history as a writer, like, I mean, in general, obviously is important, but as a writer, I feel like to tell stories, you have to kind of know your history. Yeah, of course. You know, for me, that was like an essential part of moving forward as a writer. So Um, you've always been a writer. Yeah. But how did you know you wanted to go into beauty? It's tough. I think I've been into beauty and wellness for a long, long time. Like even in high school, I was super obsessed with like YouTube makeup tutorials and like going to CBS and like the (laughs) South side of Chicago every weekend and like, you know, getting my little samples. (laughs) So I think I always had this interest of like taking care of myself and like Mm. putting my best foot forward and kind of like, I I don't know, I guess like knowing what was best for myself. Sure. 
is that always some- trying to achieve that. I yes. don't know. Yeah. Is that something that like you saw from your family or uh, two sisters, mom? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I do have a sister, an older sister. I, I wouldn't say they're as much of beauty junkies. Like my mom has perfect skin and doesn't try. Always. <laughs> and it's like, always the ones that don't try. Like, Just use Cetaphil. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think my family in general always strives for the best. So yeah. I guess maybe that had influence over me, but I don't know. I just loved like watching YouTube tutorials and like, just, I don't know, just being like, how can I do my makeup the best? How can I take care of my skin the best? How can I, et cetera, et cetera. So that's kind of how you got into it. Yeah. Early YouTube days. Do you remember Michelle Fawn? Yes. Okay. There was just, though, I know the name. Okay. She was like the first one to be like really like well known for beauty. Right. And there was just this amazing story on, because she was the most prominent one. She started her own beauty brand and then she just went away completely. And now she doesn't really do videos, but she's made so much money and she's totally out of the limelight. But she was like the first one to do it. I do remember her. And I would also watch like Andrea's Choice. Okay. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I, I wasn't even like super heavily into makeup, but I just, there I is something, yeah. Watching it, I yeah. Don't know. <laughs> it's like it's like I watch videos and I don't even follow the steps. Like I just watch it for pure entertainment. Right. It's kind of meditative. Yeah, and like there's like <laughs> something nice about watching people like do a process from beginning to end. Right. Exactly. But it's also some of those tutorials are so intimidating. Yeah. No, for sure. I think there were were times I was like, okay, I need to stop watching this because <laughs> one, I don't have the money to like get all this yes no i know yeah so i i love talking to women at the start of their career but i also love talking to like the veterans that have been in the game for a long time but i love also the start because i feel like you're not jaded yet like (laughs) you went to the met gala this year like were you like oh my god it's the met gala or were you like oh this is cool i think in general right now my life feels pretty surreal right so i think even whenever people bring that up i'm still like processing that I was there. I'm right. Like, oh yeah. Whoa. <laughs> like, What's like the craziest thing um, you saw? I was one of the greeters. Okay. So, so you saw, saw everyone. Everyone come in. I mean, Cardi B's like. Oh, that red feathered insane. I think, yeah. Tom Brown. I think. Yes. Dress. That was insane. I mean, Alicia Keys told yeah. me I was beautiful. Oh my God. So that was like, That's a um, moment. you're beautiful. <laughs> like, That's a moment. You looked yeah. amazing, by the way. Who, who did you wear? Um, I wore Gucci. Oh, casual. Yeah. Just a casual Gucci I mean, even gown. even saying that, I'm just like, who am I? What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> but then is there Imposter also like this, syndrome. this moment at like midnight where it's all over and you have to like return the dress and it's like the clock strikes 12 and yeah kind of i mean they give us till monday which is nice like we don't have to like run back and like change (laughs) and return it so we could you know wait yes prolong the (laughs) weekend yeah (laughs) so you're not jaded you still every day are like i work at vogue I mean, to quote Devil Wears Prada, a million girls would kill for this job. I mean, like any job, I have my moments where I'm like, I'm stressed. Of course. I'm overwhelmed. Of course. But I think what keeps me going definitely is being a woman of color in that space right. and being able to highlight women of color. Right. And, you know, the times and days where I'm like, whew, I'm tired and mm-hmm. I just want to give up like anything else. Yeah. That is what keeps me going because that's what got me started. Yes. I mean, I'm a woman of color and, and growing up, I think to answer your other question too, like growing up, I was in love with beauty and fashion and magazines, but also not seeing yourself in them. Right. 
takes a toll. So now being in the position where I can sort of redirect that, obviously I'm, like you said, at the start, so I have a long way to go and I'm learning constantly every day. But I think that's what keeps me going and keeps me excited and motivated. Yeah. So, and it's, it, yeah. and it's also great that you are willing to accept that burden because I yeah. think that <laughs> it's just, it, it's kind of a reality of being a person of color in a space where there aren't many of us that you do yeah. have to, I mean, you, you can resist it, but eventually you have to come to terms with the fact that it's bigger than you and that mm-hmm. you have an obligation to represent for the people that aren't in those spaces. So it's yeah. great that so early on you're like, yeah, this is why I'm here. This is yeah. what's going to push me through. I mean, yeah, I think it gives me purpose. Yes. I think, yeah, there there are some days where I'm like, oh, my God, this is a lot of weight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then true. I'm also like, this is what I'm interested in. This is right. what I love. What would I want to see? You know? Right. So I think that kind of loosens those reins a little yeah. bit for me. And yeah. I remember reading that on your edit test, you wrote about Aretha Franklin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So so tell, yeah. walk me through, like, <laughs> you've graduated from college. Yes. I'm sure I, I know you were work, you were writing for Milk, right? Milk you wrote for Milk Makeup, for Fashion That's Fair. How you met Shout out Marjan. Okay, nice. So you were you were writing, <laughs> but how do you get to? I mean, some people have to work their whole careers to even be considered to like write for a place like Milk. So how do you? Yeah. How does it all happen? Like, how did you even get to do the edit test? Yeah. So, like you said, I was writing for Milk Makeup, um, Fashion Fair. I wrote a piece for Drome, which is. Yes. It's, it's a growing magazine now, but at the By time Satchel, it was right? smaller. Satchel, yeah. Yeah, I've been I talking went to, to her. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I want to have her on the show. Yeah. She seems so cool. You should. Okay. Oh my God, she'd be perfect. She's one of my close friends. Okay. So I was constantly writing throughout college and after college, I was freelance writing. Freshman year of college, I spent in Paris. Very um, chic. Very chic. <laughs> for NYU study abroad program. And... I guess at the time she was a junior or a senior, but she was in my class. We became really good friends and kind of like a mentor. Like she took me under her wing. Mm -hmm. We were in a similar program, Gallatin at NYU. So she, I believe, interned at Vogue throughout college. I'm not sure the exact timing of everything, but she interned there. We were both like, you know, interested in the same things. And then after I graduated, we had coffee and she was like, so, you know, what are you up to? What do you want to do? Because I was freelance writing. I was working part time at The Wing at Y7. Okay. And I, I was like, I mean, I love beauty. I love writing. And she was like, I'll look out if anything opens up. So I think it was just a, a combination of me working my ass off yeah. like throughout college and interning. I had interned at The Fader two summers and a bunch of other internships. But I guess a combination of that and I guess networking. Sure. And like, but but yeah. the edit test specifically, yeah. like what? Oh, like, did they yeah. just say like write about? Like what? how, right. how yeah, broad yeah. is the brief and how long do you have? Like yeah. were they just... Take me through like the <laughs> moment you got the assignment to when you sent it in. Yeah. So I had to go through two interviews first. Okay. So I got through both of those and then they were like, okay, we want you to take this edit test. And I was like, great. So they sent it to me and it was pretty long. Like I had to pitch like a few stories and then you had to write a full article. Okay. Um, About anything related to beauty? Well, yes, but it was more like pitch 
three, I think it was three articles and then write a full one on a culturally relevant situation. So at the time, Aretha had like just passed away. Okay. And I love her. Like we're both Aries. Yes, Aries women. <laughs> yes. Love it. So I, I just felt a strong connection to her and I was like, you know what? Her beauty looks are iconic. And I don't, True. I feel like people talk about her voice, of course. Right. It's, it's amazing. And that's what she's known for. But just from a beauty perspective, she broke boundaries yeah. that I think people didn't really talk about. That first was and foremost. Totally. So, yeah. That was so smart of you to go with an unexpected, <laughs> right? Because yeah. you can imagine they see tests all the time. Right. People may talk about the same types of things. Right. I bet they had never seen a full length piece yeah. devoted to Aretha Franklin. Yeah, probably not. And I think it just felt like divine timing because yeah. I mean, I, I was obviously sad and it was a hard, loss, a yeah. loss. But I think it was just like, you know what? This is my way of paying homage mm, to her. That's beautiful. And it just felt cathartic even. Just like, it didn't feel like a test. I was right. just like, I love her. <laughs> so yeah. I was just like, okay. So you also didn't have like fun. stress attached to it right. as well. And I think that's kind of what maybe even helped me yeah. you know, get through it. I was, I went to Sincerely Tommy in Bedside to write. Nice. And I was just like in my groove. I had some music going. I was just like, I have nothing to lose, yes. really. Which is funny for me because I'm very anxious. <laughs> so I think like in other situations, maybe I would have been more nervous. It. Yeah. yeah. And I, I know you said you grew up watching YouTube videos. I grew up being obsessed with Sarah Brown, who's oh, way before yeah. your time. Yes. But she was the Vogue beauty editor and she yeah. was iconic yeah. and so smart. Yeah. And I remember I would read her work and I that's when it first clicked for me that beauty could be talked about so intelligently mm. and that it's mm-hmm. so much bigger than yeah, just products that is connected yeah. to culture. And <laughs> She Absolutely. was just like iconic. Yeah. No, for sure. So first day, like, what do you, what do you wear? Like, I feel like that's a whole mm. thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, what was I wearing? I wore this like polka dot dress. It was blue and white. Okay. I wore the, not this. I had a different leather jacket at the time. Um, do you go through, do I wear my hair straight, yeah. curly? You know what? I wore it curly and out. Okay. I was just like, just coming in. I'm just going to come, come in, in with the, the yeah, big curly is hair. This, this is, is me. what you yes. guys are going to get. <laughs> yes. Just let them know from the beginning. Yeah. Let them know from the first interview. Yeah, literally. So, yeah, that's what I wore. I don't know. And you're one of a few women of color on this team. Yeah. Or if you're probably the only I, I'm one. I'm the only one. You're the only yeah. one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which is, again, as you mentioned, a huge responsibility. But again, I think it's so great that you are able to carve that space. But then do you feel, because obviously we're we're in a time now, Kirby just wrote that amazing piece yes. on Medium. Oh my gosh, incredible. Um, business of fashion was called out pretty severely. Yeah. But what he's talking about isn't new, right? No. People of color have been tokenized since the beginning of time. Do you feel pigeonholed into talking about specifically issues that pertain to women of color and beauty? Mm-hmm. Or do you feel like you have the range to kind of talk about what you're passionate about? I feel like there's two answers. I feel like, yes, I definitely have the range. Yeah. I mean, I pitch weekly and daily and most of my pitches are well received. Okay. Um, which is really nice. But I think at the same time, I feel like what I am interested in is talking about women of color okay. and, I mean, not only that, but like, I think just because I am one, it just kind of comes mm-hmm. naturally. I'm like, you know, I have natural hair. I yes. have, you know, all these different skin needs that yeah. aren't necessarily talked about. So I think it's kind of both. Like, yes, I am interested in that, but I also have free range to explore 
beyond that, beyond which that. is nice. That's I'm nice. not pigeonholed. <laughs> so like once is a vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you said you grew up on the south side of Chicago. Yes. Okay. I feel like I like mythically know what the south side of Chicago <laughs> means, like from yeah. like the Obamas, but like I don't... South side with you. Yeah. Like I like don't really know what <laughs> right. it is. Yeah, like, yeah. What, what was it like growing up there and what did you learn about mm. beauty growing up? Mm. I mean, I feel like I had a unique experience because I, I grew up in Hyde Park. Okay. Which is one of the more, I guess, diverse neighborhoods in okay. Chicago because Chicago is technically very segregated. Okay. Still. <laughs> yeah. But Hyde Park is kind of this special, weird enclave of mixed enclave. cultures. That's yeah. Amazing. Kind of a bubble. Yeah. So that was special nice, that I had that growing yeah. up. And maybe in some ways, you know, I wasn't prepared for some realities later in life. Mm. But yeah, I think, I don't know. <laughs> what, what, how yeah. did you think about beauty yeah. growing up? Did you feel like, I mean, you model now. Yeah. Did you, did you feel beautiful <laughs> always? Okay. Um, no. No. Okay. <laughs> definitely not. I'd say, I mean, I, I definitely went through a phase from like late middle school through high school okay, where I, mean, I was constantly straightening my hair. Okay. Had heat damage. Like I had a debilitating view of my hair. Like mm. I, I didn't want to leave the house unless my hair was wow. straightened or um, didn't want to do like swimming in gym class, like all mm. those kinds of things that, you know, a lot of us deal mm -hmm. with. So definitely, I think, I think I felt beautiful to a certain end, like if I looked right. a certain way, but I was no, by no means like embracing my natural hair. Got it. Um, did you get like the usual BS of like, you're pretty for a black girl? Yeah, definitely. And did you receive that compliment or did you take it as an opportunity to like correct the person? I think I like processed it like late. Like yeah. I would always just not know what to say. Right. I was uncomfortable. Of course. I didn't know why. Cause I'm like, oh, you know, they're complimenting me. Right. But then you go home and you're like, what? Wait, that was kind of messed yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, I mean, obviously now, like, I have the maturity to... Clap like, back. Um, sorry, <laughs> sis, what? Yeah, like, what? Um, yeah. But I think at that age, you're still kind of fleshing through Processing. what even yes like they don't even realize fully what they're saying probably mm -hmm. but yeah i definitely had a handful of that and yeah i mean i think that that's also part of why i felt like i fell into beauty and developed this passion for it mm -hmm. because growing up reading these magazines and being in these schools that aren't super diverse or like yeah. predominantly white you kind of develop this warped sense of what is beautiful. Mm -hmm. And then I think when I got into college, I was taking all these interesting classes. Yeah. I was in New York. You're in New York I was, City, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, okay. I mean, I think the process started a little before that, but I think it pushed me even more forward of yeah. like, if I'm going to be in the media space, I want to be, you know, re-portraying what beauty really is and it's it's a plethora of things it's not just one specific cookie cutter right. type well one of the yeah. things that you do which is it's a big responsibility but you do the <laughs> beauty instagrams of the week oh, yeah. roundup on vogue.com <laughs> uh -huh. what makes a good because i look at those selfies and yeah. i'm like these are sickening yeah <laughs> these are amazing and i'm like sometimes i try to decode like what yeah. is it like i feel mm -hmm. like it's like i can tell you what my, what i think i think it's like yeah. natural light yes i think natural light is a big 100%. thing proximity to the camera like i think people need to realize like you got it a good selfie means like you got to be up, <laughs> up close. close yeah and then i think it's like something slightly unexpected yeah 
you know, it can't be too perfect. Like you, you can have yeah. a done eye, but then maybe the lip is undone. Or, yeah. But like, I feel like there's like that little unexpected twist. What, yeah. what do you think when you're curating the yeah. best beauty Instagrams of the week? What are you looking for? Yeah. Well, honestly, well, starting in the summer, I was allowed to choose them okay. before that, like another editor was choosing them and I yeah. was just writing the text. But now I have that lovely responsibility. Yeah. But I guess, yeah, exactly what you said. I guess like good lighting up close. But yeah, I also, I also like the untraditional, not what you would expect from the best beauty Instagram right, of the week. Like right. I want to push that envelope yeah. kind of through that. We have girls reading and <laughs> yeah. girls exercising, totally. doing yoga or, you know, Tracy Ellis Ross doing her thing yeah. or just like share, someone sharing advice or sharing their story totally. or a video mm-hmm. or for me yeah it doesn't just have to be a selfie like we obviously can't use like professional right photos of course for rights reasons but i think it's just kind of showing the spectrum and even showing like different genders and yeah men Love like last that. week i did a man with his baby like taking a selfie and I don't know just I just want to push the envelope like what what is beauty and like does it have to be this one thing no it doesn't yeah we can have fun with it absolutely who are some of your favorite accounts to follow for beauty inspo there's this one account I don't really even know who runs it it's kind of like this mysterious oh I love a mysterious account but it's um v9300 or oo Okay. Yeah. But I don't know. It's like just all these. It's, it's kind of a compilation of like other Instagrams that it's have like cool curated, beauty, but yeah. like they, it's all like in one place and they tag everyone, which is nice. So you can discover, refer back. Love that. But they always have like cool, funky, like eye looks and yeah. skincare. I mean, Tracy Ellis Ross, obviously. Yeah. She's um, the best. Just cause she, yeah. I feel like she pushes the envelope constantly. She really um, does. One of the things that I, I'm always reminded of, especially when I go on social and I see all these great looks is remember that makeup is supposed to be fun and yeah. like not to take beauty so seriously and mm-hmm. to like take the risk and do the thing that's unexpected. I think right. that you can get so caught up in trying to look perfect that yeah. like you just never do anything interesting. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I feel like I'm trying to get out of this idea of like, I didn't get any good photos tonight. Like, I can't post <laughs> right. anything. Like, right. we all do that. We're like, right. oh, I'm right. so sad yeah. I didn't get the right We've photo. We've all been there. But it's like, I don't know. There's, what is the right photo? Yeah. yeah. Or sometimes I'm just like, I'm just going to post this anyway for myself. To, right. Just to get out of that and like... I had fun. How about yeah. that? Like that's, that's a that's beauty enough. moment. <laughs> yeah. That's a beauty moment. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm fascinated yeah. by you also because you are a DJ, which means yeah. lots of nightlife and yeah. club life and all that fun <laughs> stuff. But then also you're like, so into yoga and like doing yoga. Yeah. All the time. I'm, so like, I'm like low key. I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, what a lot going on. This but it's um, like a lot. Yeah. yeah. So how do you balance the two? Like nightlife mm-hmm. is feels so polar opposite from wellness yeah. sometimes. Yeah. No, for sure. I, I agree with that. I think I also take on more gigs that are like event based. So like ones that are earlier in the evening. Well, of course, or yeah. Like, that's also the better yeah, check. So yeah, it's very, yeah. very smart and strategic of so you. So like seven to nine yeah. is like my jam. Okay. Like nice. during the week or like a weekend gig, like that's during the day. Like yeah. I did a, a rooftop gig for the Williamsburg Hotel rooftop for the swimwear 
brand. Nice. So like, I just, I don't know. I like stuff like that and almost like blending what I'm doing with beauty or like Into wellness the DJing stuff. and taking gigs that are like around those topics Love. that are usually earlier in the day. And oh my God, I have to get you yeah. like to DJ like yeah. the next naked beauty exactly. event. Like, that would be such that a would vibe. Be amazing. Yeah. So stuff like that, I think helps me balance and also like learning to say no to, to things yeah. and not taking on everything. Yes. Oh I my only gosh. do a couple of months. That's smart. So New yeah. York can be so overwhelming yeah. and I'm sure you're probably invited to every single event, yeah. every single opening and every single <laughs> yeah, dinner and every FOMO's single thing. <laughs> Do you get FOMO or are you just sort of like, I'm good at home? I go through phases for sure. I think like during fashion week, that was yeah, only yeah. my second fashion week. So I think I had a bit of FOMO sometimes, even though I'm already doing so much. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, how is everyone doing so much? I think yeah. it was more of that. Like, how is everyone doing it? <laughs> Not even like, do I want to be here? I was yeah. just more like, how? How? Because yeah. I'm like sick and tired. Like, I know. After like two things. I know. <laughs> but I feel like I go through phases, but I, I feel like mostly I go within and I'm just like, okay, what do I need? Right. And check in with yourself. Yeah. So when you know you're going to be photographed or like just very highly visible, whether you're DJing or going to yeah. fashion week, <laughs> what's like your go-to beauty look? Like, are you like, like right now you're rocking a beautiful, strong, oh. it's, it's like a burgundy lip. I don't even want yes. to say it's like a red lip. Yeah. That, Do you have like a go-to beauty look that you're like, this is going to kill? Yes and no. I think if like my hair isn't cooperating, because I, yeah. I prefer to wear it out and curly. Yeah, but does it um, ever cooperate? Yeah, especially as the seasons are changing. I mean, and I don't you have see time. my situation it looks today. so cute, I mean, though. Thank you, but like, yeah. I feel like... But it, you're making it work. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like I have let go of the expectation <laughs> that it's ever going to do exactly what I want it to yeah. do. And that has really freed me up to just yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. But, okay, so you're saying if your hair is cooperating... Yeah, if it's cooperating, obviously out curly. Yeah. If not, this is like my the, go-to. The, the middle back, part, low back, bun. Low okay. bun. How do you get it slicked down? I just yeah, learned how to do this, and it, yeah. for me, it involves lots of gel. What's your yeah. process? I have a few different products I like. I like the Ra. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but Rawa R A H U A. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. They have like a. It's called like a wax. I think. Oh, I use that. I mean, honestly, water and a cream like the Diva Curl Coconut Styler works well for me. Yes, love that. Um, Elijah in, in the back who helps with the oh, show yeah. is giving the thumbs she's up. Like, she's, yes, girl. she's like, yes, yeah, that's the cream. That's I the mean, one. that'll that slicks my hair with some water, but also I love that just for wearing it out. Yeah. Um, Do you tie it down with a scarf when you want it to like lay down? Honestly, no, because my hair is pretty fine. Okay. Like, like it's big and curly, mm -hmm. but like when you actually look at each strand, it's really thin. Yeah. No, I have so, fine hair too. Yeah. People are like, what? I'm yeah. like, yeah, like it's yeah. big and like puffy, but like right. it's fine. Fine. Yeah. Like each strand is delicate right. and fine. So it, I'd say like some water and that Diva Curl yeah. Cream or ra the Rawa Wax and I'm good to go. And then makeup wise, like yeah. what's your... I'm more of a skincare more and hair of a skincare person girl. Okay. when it comes to beauty but and wellness, but... I guess like I, I've honestly not been wearing a lot of makeup recently. That's great. Let but, your skin breathe. Yeah, but I've been wearing the Sappho foundation because they're like super organic. Oh, I've been um, looking for yeah, a clean foundation. Yeah, Sappho. Sappho yeah. How do you spell that? S-A-P-P-H-O. Oh, yeah. interesting. And I'll, I'll wear that. I'm obsessed with the Boy de Chanel brow oh, pencil. Oh, fa fancy. Yeah, it's People actually made for men, but I have really big, thick brows oh and I love it. The whole, so, yeah. I always talk yeah. about this on the podcast, but like gendered mm -hmm. skincare bothers me so so much like why yeah. like men's eyebrows are yeah different. i know like, yeah yeah, yeah. i know this? it's like um, it's tech it says it's for men but i use it and yeah. 
it's just anyone like, can use it. I, know. I feel like it's like men have to yeah. like feel more comfortable using yeah. like grooming products. So like yeah. they have to be like, guys, yeah. like, look at the black packaging. Right. It's for you. I mean, I'm hoping we'll shift out of, I hope that's like the entryway to like shifting out of that. Like, totally. Weird, you know, Gender, separation. Yeah, totally. Cause like it's all skincare, skincare. I know. We can all wear makeup. So what's but, yeah. your, what's your skincare routine? Yeah. Do you do anything special? Yeah. Like, do you do um, the facials and treatments or crazy things, yeah. or are you just more like solid AM and PM routine? Recently, I've gotten really into facials just because I have more access to them now. And through, that's, listeners, that's yeah. code that yeah. she gets them offered to her for free in her inbox <laughs> every day. Okay. You've got more yes, access. So yes. like the fanciest spas yeah. in the world are like, hey. Yeah. Do you want to try? Yeah. Yeah. That's so awesome. I, I guess I try more, but... Um, What's like the best yeah. one you've done here in New York? Ooh, so hard. I mean, honestly, I loved the Caudalie. Oh, yeah. That was I bet that's really nice. Up there, yeah. yeah I, bet that's <laughs> I nice. love them in general. And then, I mean, Heyday was actually like great. Okay, yeah. yeah. Heyday's right by yeah. my office. I yeah. have to try. Yeah, it was honestly awesome. What I love yeah. about Heyday is mm-hmm. that one of the things that they're doing is trying to make the idea of getting a facial less about like, oh, it's a spa and a robe yeah. of cucumbers on our face. And it's like, do you have 30 minutes or 60 <laughs> right. minutes? And yeah. then within that time, yeah. we're going to do what we can do. It's like kind of like it gives me it's like the equinox of, uh, <laughs> you know, spas, right? Like it gives yeah. me like a very functional, right. straightforward vibe. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also like you're all busy, but like you yeah. can still make time for this. Totally. So, which I like. So I, honestly, I liked those two a lot. I had this Chill House just opened a menu for facials and okay. I had a great esthetician there. But also Samantha Memes. I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing okay. her last name right. She's bedside based. Okay. And I went to her once and like, I actually, I think that like set my skin up for success for really? everything else. Just one facial? Yeah, because whatever she did. like It just works. Yeah. So I recommend her for people in Brooklyn. Okay. Um, Let me yeah. ask you first, your your overall top three favorite beauty products or oh treatments. My God. Top three. I, I can't choose three, but I feel like I have three like in each category. Okay. Like let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do okay. top three skincare. Yeah. Top three skincare. Okay. Right now, I'd say Clur face mask. K-L-U-R? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I've yeah. been talking to her. Yeah. She's awesome. She's based in LA, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she's getting a plane with her. Okay, yeah. amazing. Yeah. So they have a face mask? Yeah. Ooh. Maybe it's new and not out yet. Okay. So Exclusive. maybe let's... I'll DM her and ask <laughs> yeah. her if it's cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay, for sure. Love that. For exfoliating, I love Caudalie Deep Scrub. That's okay. like my jam. Is that a physical exfoliator? Yeah, that's like a, like the actual beads. Beads, yeah. yeah. I feel like a lot mm-hmm. of people have been moving away from physical yeah. exfoliation into chemical exfoliation. Yeah, the liquids, beaches, you, you're, yeah. you're into You're like a physical exfoliator. Yeah, I don't know. There's something about like feeling Feeling it happen yeah Yeah. so i don't know i'm into that but that's like maybe like once a week like okay very spread out because you can't over exfoliate exactly yeah so that and then honestly the whole ipara line like (laughs) wait i don't even know this brand yeah i wrote a i wrote a piece on on her and her brand but it's black woman owned oh amazing from she's based in London. Okay. But she she sells in Barney's and on her website, E P A R A Epara Skincare. And she targets like hyperpigmentation, but like without the skin lightening. Because a lot of products that say, you know, Right, they have hydroquinone, yeah. Yeah, and then it lightens your skin 
in a negative way, but right. this like targets just the area that you need. Interesting. And it has just like some amazing ingredients. Okay. Um, so that line, <laughs> I know love. that's not one product. No, but no, no, but the whole the line whole you line, like. That's yeah. great. That's great. Yeah, and yeah. what about what are your hair care faves? Ooh, that is tough. I um, know. Cause it's like, it's like yeah. tools, treatments, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. shampoo. I mean, like there could be 20,000, but exactly. I'd say. The Orbe highly textured line. Okay. I, <laughs> I'm naming lines right now. I'm not even yeah, naming products. You know what? So it's I, hard. <laughs> I got that. It was like a PR yeah. gift, which I never get. So yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah. Amazing. It smelled so, so good. good. Yeah. But when, for me, yeah. when I see the price tag of those things, and yeah. then I have to like, if someone says, oh, would you recommend this? I'm like, right. I, after this is done, like I will go buy my eco styler gel. Like no, I'm oh, not going to sure. spend this much money on it. Oh, for it's sure. It's beautiful and it smells nice. Yeah. But for me, the efficacy of the product yeah. wasn't like that much better no, for sure. than what I could get at like the beauty store. No, for sure. But it, I mean, it was, it's a great, yeah. great product. No, no, no. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. And I think even like, you know, sometimes working at Vogue, I'm like, obviously, or as beauty editors and yeah. people in beauty, we get all this stuff everything. and get to try everything. Yeah. But yeah, it is sort of like, mm, there is this price disconnect. And then in some certain aspects I understand mm -hmm. because, you know, there's certain ingredients that are hard mm -hmm. to get and, you know, they're sourcing it from all these places and it takes sure. a lot of work and that yeah. reflects, but then it's also like, you're paying mm -hmm. for branding, you're paying for <laughs> yeah. packaging, you're, you're paying for yeah. prestige, right. you know, but then it's like, you know, like you said, you can get your eco styler and, yes. and be fine. <laughs> be totally fine. Okay. But, but yeah. the, that line is beautiful. I like that line. And then, I mean, I've been using the pattern shampoo and conditioner oh, okay so now that now we're getting yeah. hot topics yeah because, <laughs> because a lot of people don't like have it. been saying it's a no for me oh, like, really? it's a hard no i'm looking at elijah now shaking her head oh it's a hard no so yeah. well okay well for I me i've just been using the shampoo and conditioner and you're happy with and it. i like you it. like it because your hair feel moisturized when you get out of the shower yeah well i've been using the deep conditioner or the it's called the heavy conditioner okay. or something. So I sh I'll shampoo with that, but I only shampoo like once a week. Okay. So I mean, you know, it's like it's washing good for it you. out. Yeah. What would you and say then, your yeah. hair, your curl type is? Ooh. Um, I'd say three B or three okay. C. Okay. So that's consistent. Like yeah. People have been saying like the type three girls, like mm. pattern. Great. But like mm. a lot of the type fours have no. been saying it's a no for me. I haven't tried it, so I'm just relaying the that information. Makes you sad. But you like it. Yeah. I like, I've been really only using the shampoo and conditioner, okay. so I can't speak on the whole, the whole system. Well, I did, I did do a trial for Allure. Okay. Uh, but consistently I've been using the shampoo and conditioner. Okay. And I, I will say I had to use like a lot of conditioner for, okay. to get the results I wanted. Mm. But I loved the shampoo and yeah. conditioner because I love how big the, conditioner is right too. like oh my gosh yeah. the story of my life is full like so much shampoo yeah. never enough conditioner exactly so i i like that and i don't know yeah but yeah what do, what tools do you use because yeah. i'm now realizing i mean i'm just thinking i've washed day coming up on sunday and i'm like oh, i'm <laughs> dreading it but yeah i've been going between like i've had a tangle teaser mm -hmm. i stopped using a demon brush because i learned early on that those are like very bad yeah. for my hair texture, but mm -hmm. tangle teasers are pretty good. Yeah. I do a lot of hand detangling. Yeah, same. Are you more of a hands girl? I definitely do hands. Okay. I feel like that's probably <laughs> yeah, the safest it's route. The safest. Yeah. But I'd say like a wide tooth comb. Wide tooth comb. For me, yeah. But like only when your hair is like 
wet, wet. moisturize like yeah. with the conditioner in it and like go yes. from from the bottom to, yeah. to the top yeah. yeah don't just like yank it out because it's breakage but yeah but yeah I, I feel like finger detangling and I, I like to deep condition before i shampoo Oh, okay. So that's kind of my like pro a pre pre yeah, treatment. Yeah, okay. cause I mean, shampoo stripping and yeah, I feel like it locks in the moisture. Absolutely. Makes it, makes it easier to. Yeah. I do. Too. Yeah. I do an oil pre poo. That's yeah. my thing. Like, yeah. Or that. Yeah. 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 Um, which, which mascara do yeah. you use? You have great lashes. Oh, thank you. I'm using, um, milk makeups. The Kush? Yeah. Oh gosh, see, that's that. another one that like yeah. I, I wanted to love it. Yeah. I wanted to love and it. And it didn't work for you. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I'm like, I'm like not impressed by mascaras mm. for the most part. Like, yeah. I feel like they're, I, kind, I mean, like, I haven't ever been like, this is life. Like, this is yeah. a game. Like, this is the most incredible mascara I've yeah. ever tried. Everyone go out and buy it. Right. I, I, I'll feel like that for like maybe the first week of like a new one. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. it's kind of just like all the other ones. I feel you. I mean, Day to day when I go to work, I don't put, I'll, I just do my eyebrows. Okay. And maybe a lipstick if I'm feeling fancy. Yeah, got it. <laughs> but, but yeah, I feel you. I kind of just, maybe because we're also in the beauty industry, we're constantly trying things and we're kind of like, yeah, eh, I'm over this. I know. I'm like, I'm not even <laughs> yeah. in the beauty industry. I'm yeah. just like, you are. I mean, you I'm, so are. You know, it's so great though about yeah. my position because I'm not actually like, like I'm, I'm such an outsider, but I have such a strong opinion that I'm like no. basically able to say what I think yeah. without any real repercussions. <laughs> yeah. So it's like kind of the best way you to have the be best, in it. You have like the most, one of the most important. Oh, thank you for saying that. Of the industry, thank you for I saying think. That. Yeah. Well, so okay. Yeah. My next yeah. question. So this is also for listeners. This is a change up. I used to ask yeah. people the, the three beauty trends that they're over and want yeah. to go away, mm-hmm. but I'm going to personalize it because yeah. I think it's actually more interesting to talk about our mistakes. Mm. So what are the three biggest beauty yeah. mistakes you've made and how have you learned from them? Cause we've all made Ooh. mistakes. We've all made mistakes. I feel like the biggest one for sure is, I mean, having this idea that I had to straighten my hair mm. to leave the house. Oh. <laughs> like, and, and now you're just in the, like, yeah. I look at your pictures and like the oh. curls are just, cheers to that. Thank cheers you. To, like, cheers to that. Cheers growing, to curl love. I know. Right. And just growing out of this idea <laughs> that mm. straight hair is pretty. I mean, it's yeah. just like, what? Yeah. No, no, so it's just not. If yeah. you're listening. Yes. <laughs> no. I know. Yeah. I mean, love your hair regardless sure. of what it is. Yeah. But, but yeah, especially if you have curls, you know. Okay, so but too much straightening, yeah, you damage, you learn the hard way. Months and months, years of trimming. I mean, you should get trims regularly. Anyway. Regularly, yeah. But I had to undo so much damage. Yeah, of course. What else? Oh my god, I cut bangs. <laughs> I feel like everyone has when a story I of cutting their own had, bangs. Yeah, because like when you straighten your hair all the time, yes. it looks. It still didn't look good, but like, it looks okay. Like, <laughs> what did you cut them with? Just like house scissors? Just house scissors. Like, I think maybe, yeah, house scissors. Mm-hmm. That was a no. Uh, <laughs> so many, so many no's. That, I think not embracing my eyebrows. Mm, I'm you still, have beautiful brows. thank you. I'm still trying to get them back. Like, I feel like this isn't even as full as they could be because oh, wow. you overplugged. I'm, yeah, I overplugged. I mean, I used like a razor in high school, like just all these things that I'm just like, no, are you okay? Yeah. yeah. 
So I know we have, we've seen this is why it's important yeah. to share these stories so people listening yeah. like learn yeah. from our mistakes. Yeah, exactly. You know? And I think, yeah, we've all made them. Exactly. And I think like all of those mistakes kind of chalk up to just like one big mistake of not feeling like I could own my big, beautiful, bushy brows and hair and right. kind of like dimming my own light, mm. you know, and that was the number one mistake, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who are your, who know. are your beauty idols now? No. I saw you wrote a great piece yeah. about SZA. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's Thank an old that. That's, like that's a throwback. Old one. That's, that's a throwback, like a throwback piece. Yeah. 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 See, I'm, I mean, I'm like yeah. Keeping archives. Yeah. SZA, hardcore. She's such, I think she's such a yeah. beauty icon. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Who else? I feel like I should have thought about this before no, no, no. because i'm like blanking. for me okay yeah. for me yeah. this is what i always try to like rihanna for me mm. i don't know if she's more iconic for her beauty for mm. her music for her entrepreneurship and business savvy or for her fashion i'm like i between all four it's all of them <laughs> it's like all of them like she's all. but i think for me she's like definitely yeah. top three beauty icons yeah. of all time yep oh i agree she's up there for me yeah Actually, now that I think about it, I I think like Lisa Bonet Ooh, good is like one. a big Lisa one for me. Lisa more than Zoe. I mean, I feel like Lisa's the the yeah blueprint. the OG the blueprint the OG yeah yeah but like for sure Zoe too okay yeah um, but I think like growing up just watching Lisa Bonet. I mean, you're 23. Yeah. What did you see her in? <laughs> I mean, like a different world reruns. Like, yeah, exactly. Okay, got it. All the reruns. Yeah, but yeah. I'd say her. Yeah. Cause even now, like just her hair, like the dreads. Oh my like, God. Super long. Like I used to want dreads. <laughs> oh my God. You can still have them. Yeah. Also faux locks. Yeah. Faux like, locks. You can get, exactly. You can have locks down your back tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah. So true. So yeah, I feel like she's a big one for me. Yeah. yeah. Also like her with her husband now, like when I see like, them together, I'm like, what uh, are you two? Yeah. But also not like, real. <laughs> Lenny Kravitz is like, can we talk about yeah. the fact that Lenny Kravitz is a beauty icon? Yeah. Lenny Kravitz is a beauty icon. Yes, I would skin. love to put him in Best Beauty Insta. I know. Thank you for the inspo. I know. I'll well, but also like <laughs> they're not, they're, they're few and far between. Lenny, step up your Instagram game yeah. so Akili can feature you on Vogue.com. Yes. We know yeah. you're listening. We know, so. we know, Lenny, we know you're listening. But yeah, he's, yeah. he also looks so good. Yeah. And I think so. His curls popping, like everything. Sex appeal. Yeah. Just, he's incredible. Yeah, I agree. No, for sure. You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts, not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, Solon logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. You mentioned earlier imposter syndrome. Mm. Is that something you deal with? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anxiety. How how does it manifest for itself itself for you? I think 
kind of like what we were saying before, like when other people bring up stuff that I've done, mm-hmm. I'm almost like, what? Oh, yeah, I did that. <laughs> like, I see. like there's this moment of like, I'm just as surprised as you almost like. That's interesting yeah. for me to hear you say, because it yeah. sounds like what you interned at Fader. I mean, yeah. you, it sounds like you kind of killed yourself trying to get all these internships. Yeah. You really hustled, you yeah. networked, you made relationships, you're sending yeah. coffee dates, like you got the opportunity yeah. and you fell into the position, but it wasn't just yeah. like, oh my gosh, yeah, here I am. Exactly. It's like, you worked really hard worked to get really there. Hard. And I think that's what I have to remind myself mm. of. Those are the moments that I have imposter syndrome that mm. I'm like, how and why me? Like I have those moments, but then I have to come back to, whoa, you know what? Actually, I've been putting in the work. Right. But I think it's because like in this industry and in any industry, I'm sure like you're going to hear so many no's. And so many, uh, you're not the right fit or like, right. we'll get back to you or like nothing or you won't hear anything. Yes. That's kind of the I worst when you don't hear anything, right? right? And the, yeah. Because you're like, did you even yeah. read what I spent so much time on? And it's just like, you could just say, thanks, but no thank thanks. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So I think going through all that, that everyone experiences at some point and then you get that one yes or those couple of yeses and yeah. then i think you got so used to the no's that you're kind of like what is a yes and like yeah you know like this feeling like let me settle into this because i deserve it you Absolutely. know but yeah so i think i feel like i'm getting better at good letting go of my imposter syndrome for sure but yeah it's something you deal yeah. with i mean but i'm happy <laughs> to hear you say that you deserve it because as lucky i'm putting lucky in quotes as you are (laughs) to work at vogue they are so lucky to have you (laughs) thank you you know and i think it's just important that you realize that that like they are in a privileged position to have you there and your brain there and your point of view there and so you can walk in there every day and and know know that it's it's a privilege for anna wintour to you know you know hire you thank you (laughs) that means a lot i have to know yeah you also model, which <laughs> I feel like can take such a hit on self-esteem. Oh, I yeah. used to model with Ford when I was like yeah, in high school and like just going to like castings. And it's like, it's like a cattle call, yeah, you know, and casting directors are like next. And I remember when I was like 16, I was like in a bikini with like, I mean, it's like gross even. So yeah. I'm sure it's still bad today. Yeah. How do you maintain like confidence and high self-esteem yeah. while also modeling? Whew. I think, you know, for a long time, there was a period of like me putting in work and like self care. Mm -hmm. And I think when you have that foundation of like, it's like a muscle almost, Mm. you exercise your body, but you also exercise like your confidence, I feel like. And I feel like I've gotten to a place, obviously, like not a perfect place because I still deal with the anxiety and imposter syndrome. And obviously, there's going to be ceilings to break through at every level Mm -hmm. we get to but I think just doing the self-work yeah just doing the self-work and also I don't model like a bunch a bunch right you've got a full-time job but you do it yeah but I think it's the same thing with the beauty work I'm doing at Vogue and freelance wise I think those moments where I'm like unsure of myself or you know I want to give up or I'm like I'm tired of this or yeah Whatever it might be, I think it's also like I come back to this idea of like, I'm important to be Mm. here because there's going to be a million girls following after me that look like me or maybe not or just feel like me. Yes. And just by me being here and doing it Mm. is all the confidence I need. Yeah. I think that's 
that's kind of the through line of like what gets me through like when I start doubting myself because I'm like the women that I look up to had these moments of doubt and if they hadn't have carried on I wouldn't have thought I could be here either so Mm. it's kind of like passing that torch almost that's kind of what is like my mantra yeah (laughs) it's just beautiful to me that you realize that you're part of something much bigger already yeah it's beautiful yeah I think that's kind of my only way through to kind of like zoom out because it can get very intense and busy. But I think when I step back and I'm like, okay, what's the bigger picture here? That's 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 it. The icing on the cake for me, I think. (laughs) Final question. When do you feel most beautiful? Ooh, I feel most beautiful. Ooh, hard. I feel like when I'm at home with my robe on (laughs) in a face mask, watching chilling like that's what i feel like most at peace which i think when you're at peace is when you look and feel most beautiful it shines through so i think like those moments where i'm just like had that me time and i can like feel like that little girl that's just like waking up on a saturday excited like to chill and or like do whatever i want i think those are the moments yeah. for when you sure. own your time yeah, and you're just like yeah. yourself and you're mm-hmm. not rushed and you can just like yes, be exactly yeah exactly. i feel that yeah i feel that mm-hmm. i feel I'm like i'm just thinking about my tomorrow and i'm like yeah. yes like, yeah that's like i'm so excited yeah. for that and i hope yeah. i hope people listening also are experiencing that yeah. right now as they listen yeah. just like when you can chill and yeah. just be truly calm in your own space yeah. that is Ease a feeling into of, your day yeah like, yeah so, so i think true. that's when i feel my best overall and most beautiful (laughs) oh my gosh yeah thank you so much for coming on the show let's do a little toast this was so great and for everyone listening i will link to all of akili's socials and all of her amazing stories that you can follow and your website's beautiful by the way and i can tell you that's very well done Um, but this has been so great and thank you just so much Thank you for the work that you do on mm-hmm. behalf of the community. You are out here representing for us. And like, mm-hmm. I, I, I've just met you, but I'm already proud of you. Oh, thank you so much. Of Likewise. Of course. You're, you're killing it. So. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much thank for listening. You. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 